Life is precious, and we all have the opportunity of living it to the fullest. Unfortunately, so few of us know how to manage it all. How do we account for our opportunities? How do we account for our time? How do we account for our relationships, health, spirituality, homes, finances, influence, and careers? How do we account for the one life we have to live? I am so glad you asked. In this program, you will find answers to all of these questions and more. Welcome to the Account for Your Life podcast with your host, the healthy accountant himself, Jay Moore. What's happening? And welcome back. Today, we're going to look at something that I probably have not talked about, which is conflict resolution. And we're going to look at it from a kingdom perspective. And so I want to ask some questions of you. Have you ever had a problem with somebody, especially someone in the church or your family member, you know, a friend? How did you respond? What did you do? You had a problem with them, but but a lot of times these problems fester. Let's let's just kind of take a moment here and, and, and just kind of think back. You know, I've had problems with people and I didn't say anything. And over time, like it just, you know, you just almost like it's it's worse because we never talk about it. And here's the other thing, because I know that I talked about this on the power of forgiveness. Usually when when we have to forgive somebody. Sometimes they don't even know they need forgiving. So imagine having a problem with somebody, but they don't know that there's a problem. They don't know that they did something and we don't say anything. So today we're going to look at how the kingdom looks at conflict resolution. So let's jump into the word of God. The word of God has some really good things to say um, in Matthew chapter 15, chapter 18. And we're going to read several of the verses in there. I'm going to share my screen with you so you can read along with me. Let's see. We got it here. All right. So we're going to read right here. It says, when someone sins. Now, we're reading this from the Good News Translation. King James Version is usually the best to start with. I just like some of the wording just so that it makes it easier to listen to and understand. If your brother, if your sister sins against you, go to him, go to her and say, and show him or her the fault. Here's the key. Do it privately. See, a lot of times we go on social media or we're talking behind someone's back and we are just not going to them. It's saying just go to the person and do it privately. Just between yourselves. If he or she listens, you have won your brother or sister back. Now, I know some of us have probably had this. I know that there was a time in my life when there was a conflict and that conflict got the best of me. Like that conflict was something that that gnawed at me. It may I'm not sure how bad it gnawed at the person that I had the conflict with, but it gnawed at me. It wasn't until I went forward to the friend and all of a sudden I won my brother back. Let's keep reading. But because there's another way that the kingdom, we have to look at this. But if he or she will not listen to you, take one or two other persons with you so that every accusation may be upheld by the testimony of two or more witnesses, as the scripture says. So what are they saying here? They're saying that if two or if two other people, right, 
If two other people, one or two other people know the same thing, have had the same conflict, and they can say, I can testify to this, then take those with you. Then it says in verse 17, and if he or she will not listen to them, then tell the whole thing to the whole family. It says church, but to everybody. See, because now we got to air it out. Now, here's the thing. You went to them properly. Hey, bro. Hey, sis. Hey, man. I'm seeing this. Blah, blah, blah. They're like, man, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Let me. Hey, hey, Jill and Bob, let's go over and talk to Sally. And then Jill and Bob comes and we all talk to Sally. And Sally's like, man, I don't know what y'all are talking about. And he says, all right, well, we're going to just tell everybody. Like, think about this. When your dirty laundry gets out. See, in the kingdom, we should put it out there. We should go through a step-by-step process, but we should put it out there. And it says, finally, if he or she will not listen to everybody else, treat them as though he or she was a pagan or a tax collector. Now, I love, I'm going to stop sharing here. I love that one. Pagan or tax collector. What, what, what is it saying? Just treat him like an outsider. He's no longer, this person is no longer a part of your family because they don't they don't like what the family represents. See, guys, in the kingdom, in the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God says that we must seek first the kingdom and his righteousness. We must seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all the things will be added to us. What is it that that's saying? That says that whatever the kingdom perspective is, we've got to be in line with that. So imagine if I'm supposed to be a kingdom person, if I'm supposed to be a person that represents God and I can't I can't amicably resolve conflict with those around me and they're, and they're showing me that, hey, I was at fault, then there's no way you have the right mindset. There's no way you have the kingdom with you. You are no longer operating from the kingdom perspective. So when we think about Wow, that's that's interesting. They said, look, we've done all we can with you, bro. So you're really not a part of us anymore. And, and what I believe Jesus is saying is that, look, at, at some point, if you're not with us, you are against us. And so we'll love you. Now, it doesn't say it here, but we'll love you. And I'm going to read the last three verses, I think 18, 19, and 20, because that's going to solve the whole problem for all of us, right? When it comes to the resolution and when it comes to what the king, how the kingdom really thinks. I'm going to read these last verses and then we're going to um, wrap this up. So share these. Oops. All right. Now look at what it says next. It says in 18, and so I tell you, what you prohibit on earth will be prohibited in heaven. And what you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. In the King James, it says, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. So here's the thing. This is probably one of the most important verses that we're going to look at today. Why? Because we have control. We have control over the circumstances in our experience. See, because whatever we are allowing that's what the kingdom will allow. Think about it. If we want to make change, if we want to be the kind of person that can go to people, resolve conflict, you know, think in the kingdom perspective, if we want to be this kind of person, we've got to know that, look, 
if we let it slide, imagine this, if we don't go to somebody, we're letting it slide. Then it's saying, oh, that's how you want to operate. Okay. So the kingdom is going to allow you to operate like that. And it's going to backfire because now we let it slide. And then everything around us is in chaos, right? The, you know, 2024 is going to start very soon. And there's a, I, I think it's going to be a pivotal, a pivotal year for many of us, especially the kingdom, right? So I'm preparing my mind because there may be conflict, right? There may be things that will be uncomfortable and I got to be willing to have hard conversations. I got to be willing to say, you know what? Well, you know, take it to another person. I've got to be willing to take it to the group. I've got to be willing to step in, step into this perspective that isn't like normal. See, right now, we, we live in a culture where, like, there's a lot of things in the news, right? Um, like, I don't follow it all, but I know that um, P. Diddy, P. Diddy's in the news, and I was reading something about his news, and then I saw some things by T.D. Jakes and a whole bunch of people. Um, see, guys, when we fall out of the kingdom perspective, it's only a matter of, a ma a matter of time. When the dirty, the dirty, dirty comes out. Now, I don't know and I don't profess to know anything about any of these topics. Like, so I don't know exactly what's true and what's not. I just know that at some point your dirty laundry could be aired. Now, all of us have some. I know I've got some and I pray. I pray the kingdom, the kingdom keeps that laundry, you know, in inside of the dirty laundry basket because I'm following the kingdom perspective. But when we fall out of the kingdom perspective and we are in the perspective of the world, what do you think about this? If we're in the perspective of the world, then we are subject to whatever the world will give us. So, you know, I pray for my brothers, right? I pray for my brothers because, you know, a lot of people looked up to them and I pray that none of it's true. You know, I, I don't want it to be true. Because at the end of the day, I don't want to see, like, I don't want to see anybody's life turned into crap, you know. But what's important for us is that if there is a, if, if there is a conflict in our life, then we've got to be willing to have hard conversations. Like if someone, think about this, someone had a conflict with you, but never brought it to you. Someone had a problem with you, but never brought it to, never said anything to you. And then it's like 10 years later and it built up and now they want to come and talk and just and just air it out. But they don't go, they don't air it out. They don't air it out in sequence. They don't go to you first. Then they don't say, well, OK, you're not listening. Well, let me go to get two people. They don't do that. They just go straight to everybody and say, you know, I'm just going to put it out there. They didn't even give you an opportunity to say anything, to do anything, to, you know, to make good on it. See, that's the world we're living in, the, the kind of world that they will they will bypass those first fruit, those first two steps. And they will come straight in and just air your air your sins. But I say you this. What if what if yours? The, the other person's sins get aired. See, because at the end of the day, that's what that's what a person puts themselves at risk for. See, the kingdom perspective is one of these perspectives that goes against the grain. Now, think about it. It says, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Let's stop there. 
bind on earth. So that means I don't like I don't want to bind and go to business and money. I don't want to bind. Right. Not having a lot of money in my life by 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 despising people with money. Like a lot of times people who will I'm not saying that they are people who are pouring money. They despise people with money. So if you despise people with money, you can only have that experience of not having money. Like think about it. In the in in the in the um the system that we live in, you know, it, it's a job system. Go get a job. Go get a job. But but I pose to you, I pose to you. Make sure you make this decision. Is it going to be? Are you going to be rich or are you going to be poor? Everyone's going to say, "Well, Jay, I want to be rich." Well, you better act like it. Like like we've got to change our mindset around this. Look, is it all about money? Yes and no. Because the moment you don't have any money is the moment all of a sudden, oh, oh you know, something, something, something's happening to you. But if we use the money, like one of my mentors, Myron Golden, says, if we use the money and love the people, then that's good. So let's get the money. Let's have more money. See, because I don't want more money just so that I can have more. I want more money so that I can love more. See, that's a perspective from the kingdom. And we should we should want to have an experience where the resources that we need is abundant and is unlimited. I don't want a limit on the amount of money resource that I can tap into on a daily basis. I don't want a limit. I want to be able to love my clients. I want to be able to love my family. I want to be able to love my friends. I want to be able to love those around me. I want to be able to love the communities that I'm in. I want to be able to show people by my actions, hey, this is not about giving, just giving money, right? Because just giving money to anybody doesn't make them better, doesn't change their circumstances. It just helps them out real quick. But we have to give them an experience. And experience. We have to give them an opportunity to make the change. It says, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand, is what Jesus said in Matthew 4, 17. And what that, what that said to me is that, wait a second, if you change how you think, what you've hoped for and what you've prayed for is already in your experience. It's here now waiting for you. Wow. I love God and I love the kingdom. So when he says, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Then that means that we want to loose. We want to unlock as much of the resources available, which there's an unlimited resource. See, when I heard Dr. Myron Golden speak on this recently, he was talking about how when everything is like, like when you read the Bible, like there's a reason why it's written a certain way. And when you think about, oh, he placed man in a garden. What does a garden represent? A garden represents a place of growth, <laughs> a place of growth, right? When you think about a garden, you go plant seeds and those seeds produce more of what was in the seed, which is, hey, if you was producing regular trees, if you were producing fruit, if you were producing vegetables, whatever it is, it represents the production of, but here's the thing, there's no limit to the amount that can be produced. So when we think about the Garden of Eden, when we think about man being in the garden, God wants us to be in an environment, kingdom perspective, wants us to be in an environment 
where there's constant growth, you know? And if we're not growing, what are we doing? We're doing the opposite. So I know we talked about conflict resolution from a kingdom perspective, but we're also looking forward today. See, we're looking forward because what's the sense in looking back when we can look forward and we can say, you know what? If I know now that what I've hoped for and prayed for is available to me and I can have it, then the question is, well, how can I have it? Change how you think. Whatever you bind on earth, whatever you bind, whatever you lock up, whatever it is that you're going to lock up on earth, like what are things that people lock up by mistake? They lock money up from their life. They lock good health in their life. They lock up good family. They lock up all the stuff that they want. Don't know it though. We want to unlock. He says, whatever you unlock loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. You can have it if you lose it on earth. So if you lose it on earth, then the, then, the, then the, you have to have it. You have to have it. So conflict resolution is what? Go to the person. They don't listen. Go get a witness or two if they don't listen. Take it to the group, the family, the church. If they don't listen, air the dirty laundry out or at this point, you just say, you know what? You're not a part of us. You no longer in the, we're going to lock up the kingdom. We're going to close the door. That's what Jesus is talking about here. Let's close the door. And he also said, as we close, if you want to win, gather with two or three. So if you want to win in 2024, go gather with another two or three people. Get into the same mindset. Take the kingdom perspective of living and of growing. Take that into 2024. Allow two or three people to expand with you so that this kingdom perspective in your life, in your business, in everything you do will be like a garden. It's like the Garden of Eden all over again, just growing and it's growing. It's, 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 it's growing and produces producing as much as it can produce. That's what we're doing in 2024. And I pray that that's what you'll be doing as well. So guys, I appreciate you for joining me for another episode of the Account for Life podcast. Don't forget, go to thehealthyaccountants.com and right on the homepage, you will see Get Your Breakthrough Now. It's unlocking your financial mindset there are seven key strategies that you that that will potentially help you to unlock your final financial mindset so that you can do and live the kingdom way in the kingdom perspective so i appreciate you for joining me for this episode of the account for life podcast i'm jay more the healthy accountant helping you to calculate god bless and i'll see you on the next episode peace for joining us listening friends we are so glad you invested this time with us Always remember, you only have one life to live, so live it to the fullest. This has been the Account for Your Life podcast with your host, the healthy accountant himself, Jay Moore. Until next time, make it a great day.